Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm so glad you're here. If you're new, I'm Veronica Pretty. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher here in New York City. And every week I bring you the lowdown on what's going on in the sky so that you can use the energy of the planets to actually harness that momentum in your life. Um, I am super excited because the Saturn-Pluto conjunction is over. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today and some other really good stuff that's happening. So you might feel like you you might feel like today at some point you took a a, a big exhale, a big sigh of relief because we had the Saturn-Pluto conjunction yesterday. Now the Saturn-Pluto conjunction was something that we were gearing up for for months, even all last year, frankly. Um, and if you've been listening week by week, you're probably sick of hearing about it because I've been talking about it so much for so many months. So Saturn and Pluto get together every, um, 33 to 38 years. It's not exactly correct. It's not exact depending. It's, it depends because Pluto doesn't necessarily, it has a very long way that it goes around the Zodiac. It takes, you know, 200 plus years to go around the Zodiac. Um, so it's not exact, but it's it's about 35, 36 years usually. So this one was 36 years, and it's going to be another 36 years until they come back together. So if you were born in 46 or 47, or if you were born in 1982 or 83, you have a Saturn-Pluto conjunction in your chart. Or maybe they're not exactly conjunct, but they're pretty close together. So I, as a 83 baby, have... Um, the remnants of that conjunction in my chart. They are um, about five degrees apart, but it's still that um, after effect of it. And so I I share that with you just to let you know that we're going to continue to feel this throughout the year. It's not like a one and done. It's not like when um, Mercury and the sun get together, it's like a quick thing and it happens really somewhat frequently. And so it's just like you feel it for a day and you move on. It's not like that. Saturn and Pluto getting together, it's something that happens only every 36-ish years. So we're going to, we've been feeling it for, some might say a year, and we're going to continue to feel it for, some might say a year. Now, Saturn is going to head onward and it's already happening. So what I think is really interesting about this is that you know, we waited so long for Saturn to get to Pluto in the sky. And now that it's met Pluto, it's going to keep going forward. Pluto is going to stay at 22 degrees Capricorn for quite some time, and it's going to be in Capricorn for quite some more time. So the things that Pluto has been bringing up the past few years, because Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008. Um, so, you know, think about the things that Pluto brought to the service in Capricorn. We had the subprime mortgage crisis. We had the election of Barack Obama. Um, we've had countless other, uh, reveals of things that were going on in corporate structures. We had the Me Too crisis, things that were happening at big corporations, um, whether it be, you know, Fox News and, and Roger Ailes. And if you didn't see The Loudest Voice, it was a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, miniseries that was on um, 
It was like a docu-series with Russell Crowe, played Roger Ailes, and it was on Showtime and really, really recommend it. So there's just like a lot of these um, structures, whether they were corporate structures or governmental structures, which are all ruled by Capricorn. Um, These places where the hierarchy or the patriarchy play out, that's very Capricornian. So those places have been exposed by Pluto. Pluto is like you know, Pluto is the Pluto is the god of the underworld, and Pluto brings it helps us. It rules our bowels, so it actually helps us release the stuff that's toxic. So it plays a very important part in our society and in the charts, but it's not always fun, right? So it's not always fun to release the toxic stuff, and it also brings the stuff up that you maybe didn't know was there. And this might be too much information, but if you've never had like a stool test and to see what's going on in your gut, you wouldn't know unless you examined the stool. And this is probably too much information, but if you've never had one, you should totally, you know, talk to a holistic doctor and have a stool test done and see what's in there because it'll tell you what's in your gut. Sometimes you got to look at the stuff that you don't want to look at. You want to look at what is, um, expelled to actually see what's going on. Right. So it's, there's always, um, There's wisdom in the stuff that you take out to the trash, right? So you can learn a lot about a person by what they're putting in their trash. And before I get into any more gross metaphors, I'm going to move on from this conversation. But I just wanted to share that with you because I think that um, we're not done with Pluto revealing the secrets, the lies, the things that have been swept under the rug. Um, and that's going to continue on for the rest of the year and the rest of Pluto's time in Capricorn. But a lot of that work has been done. We are nearing, you know, the later, latter degrees of Capricorn. And a lot of that work has been done. And a lot of the work of Saturn and Pluto coming together to reveal some of those things is also done. So in our own lives, that's in the collective level. We always speak on the collective level on the AstroCast, and then I try to take the collective and make it personal. So um, what is universal is also very personal. So in our own lives, like where are we hiding things? Where are we keeping secrets? Where are we maybe not being honest with ourselves? It doesn't necessarily mean that you're like lying to your friends and family. It just means that maybe there are things that you're not being super honest with yourself about. So Saturn and Pluto coming together may have brought that clarity in. Um, there may be ways that we're limiting ourselves in our belief systems. There may be ways that we are um, holding ourselves back from fulfilling whatever it is that we really, really want, but maybe we're not really being honest about what we want, right? So all these things are kind of starting to really percolate and come to the surface. Now, of course, Saturn and Pluto met at the technical point of meeting on Sunday, but we've been feeling it from the lunar eclipse. We had the lunar eclipse on Friday, and that was lunar eclipse in cancer. I know a lot of you were feeling really emotional on Friday, and I was too. I was actually feeling quite nostalgic last week. So if you were feeling nostalgic or emotional or swept up in... um, emotions about things that maybe you were kind of surprised you, that's normal. Um, If you were feeling like things were really hard, um, that's normal. If you're feeling like under a lot of pressure or heaviness, that's normal. Because think about it. We had the moon and cancer opposite all those five planets and the node in um, 
in Capricorn and it's like bearing down on that moon in Cancer. Now, what's really interesting is that we start the year with the moon in Cancer, full moon in Cancer, and we end the year with a full moon in Cancer. So I would like to just make a prediction that many people are making that this is the year of women really coming into leadership because Cancer is ruled by the moon and the moon is feminine energy. And we're starting with the year with the full moon in Cancer while it, of course, was eclipsed by the Earth, because that's what happens when we have an eclipse. A lunar eclipse means that the Earth is between the sun and the moon, and the moon's light is hidden from us. So all that being said, I think there is some very, it's very interesting that we're beginning the year with this Cancerian female leadership energy and we'll be ending the year with that energy. So I have really, really good um, hopes for this year. Um, so moving on from that, we have Saturn now is beyond Pluto. So Saturn met up with Pluto and then moved beyond Pluto. So now what's really interesting is that we have... Um, uh, the sun and Mercury just met up with these guys. So we had Mercury come through first and then we had the sun. So today we had the sun hit Pluto and then the sun. Sorry, the sun hit Pluto and then Saturn. Now that the planets start to hit Pluto first and then Saturn, Pluto is transformation. Saturn is, you know, Pluto likes to burn things down to re so that they can be transformed I think of Pluto as the Lord Shiva of the Zodiac. So if you're familiar with um, um, yoga, Hindu mythology, you might know that Lord Shiva, he likes to destroy for the sake of recreation. So he rules the end of um, the life cycle. So it's the um, death for the sake of rebirth. And so Pluto is that in the Zodiac. He helps us release things so that we can um, birth something new and have a new life. So this really is the start of your new life. This really is the start of the next chapter, the next phase of your life. And whether that be in your relationship or in your work or in where you live or your health, you know, it might be taking place in a different place for of your different part of your life for you than it is for your partner or your friends because we each have a different rising sign and our our we have different planets go and different things going on on our charts. And so wherever Capricorn is in your chart, that's what's being transformed by this conjunction. Now that Saturn is beyond Pluto and the sun has come through, it, this almost I almost feel like we, we might feel it a little bit more today because the sun illuminated those planets. So when the sun comes through and illuminates something, it's like you have... Um, a much clearer vision of it. So whereas it may have all just felt like a murky, heavy mess this weekend, now today with the sun shining its light, and there's no eclipse, right? So the sun shining its light on um, Pluto and then Saturn, you might be like, oh, that's what's reshaping for me. Or now I have a little bit of a deeper understanding of how I'm going to work with this going forward. 
So I think there's a commitment that's happening this week. I think there's a clarity that's happening this week. I think there are a lot of choices being made this week. So it's really funny. My fiance just came home and he told me how someone at work was like unexpectedly leaving and they're really surprised by it. And I think we're going to see a lot of that this week because people are, um, whatever they've been working on, whatever has been festering in the back of their mind, whatever they've been secretly emailing about, whatever has been going on in the back, you know, Pluto, the things that you're not seeing, whatever's been going on um, that had to do with this conjunction for each person in their own life, um, the sun is shining on Saturn and Pluto. So this week, we're going to find out. We're going to find out what's happening. Where, what, are, what are people committing to? Are you committing to your health and wellness? Are you committing to your relationship? Are you committing to... The job you're in or a new job or a promotion or leaving your job? Are you committed to um, taking off and traveling the world? Whatever it is that you've been brewing on for the past few months, maybe the past year, you're going to commit to it this week. Um, so as I said, you've got the sun with those guys today. You had Mercury already come through. So a lot of thinking and talking this weekend. Um, and now Pluto is going to be um, we're going to have the moon in Virgo. The moon is in Virgo now. It's Monday when I'm recording this. Um, and the moon tomorrow is actually going to be making having a harmonious conversation with Jupiter, Pluto, and then Saturn. So I think you're going to be really getting to work on whatever you've committed to and whatever you've decided upon, you're going to be getting to work on it because moon and Virgo likes to work. It likes to be busy. It likes to cross the T's, dot the I's, put things in order. Um, so you're going to be getting to work now on whatever you've decided. And that's why I think not only that, but just things are coming out because the sun is shining on it. The moon is harmoniously trining it. It's just like, okay, let's get to work. Let's get to work. Let's talk about it. Let's get it out into the open. Um, Pluto is going to be hanging alone in Capricorn for a while until March when Jupiter comes to visit it. And then shortly thereafter, Mars will come to visit it. So Jupiter is going to be making three um, points of contact with Pluto this year. So that is going to be a phenomenal opportunity to manifest whatever you've been working on behind the scenes. Um, it will also, Jupiter expands things. So if there are secrets, if there are things that are being hidden beneath the surface, when Jupiter comes to say hello to Pluto, those things will have another opportunity to come out into the open. Um, so the first one is going to be in March, and then we're going to have two more. So we're, we'll talk about that as the year goes on. But all of that is to say that Pluto is going to get to kind of take a little bit of a rest um, after this week because, you know, the Sun and Mercury have come through, Saturn's come through. They're all on the other side. Saturn is going to be like marching steadily into Aquarius. It's going to head into Aquarius in March. So I'm talking a little bit larger this week. And if you want more details on the year, you can listen to that podcast from two weeks ago that I posted. It's called um, Dictate Your Fate and it's a um, an overview for 2020. But um, I'm just giving you a little bit of a 
glimpse because I want you to have the full context of what this conjunction is, what it means, and what's coming next. It is the start of a new chapter. It's the closing of a 36-year cycle and the opening of a 36-year cycle. So what do you want, how do you want your life to be defined in the next 36 years? If you're an 82, 83 baby or a 46, 47 baby, then this is a recurrence for you. And this is very, very, very big deal stuff. And there's probably big, big, big transformation and change is happening in your life right now. And this is marking a moment of you stepping into the next chapter of your life. It is for all of us, but in particular for those people, I'm being one of them. So, okay, now we've got um, the moon in Virgo. So we're getting to work on whatever we're working on. The other thing that's interesting that happens early in the week, early in the week, there's a lot of action. So don't worry, we're going to have a nice weekend. But early in the week, we do have a lot of action. Venus went into Pisces today. Now Venus is exalted in Pisces. She really likes to be there. Um, when Venus is in Pisces, she is... Um, able to be really intuitive around money, around relationship, around love, around social interactions. So really trust your gut, trust your intuition around those things when Venus is in Pisces. And it might, it's going to bring, um, just a really nice feeling to those social interactions, especially because we've had so much heaviness. Venus and Pisces, it's going to be nice. It's really, really nice to have this for a little while and um, give yourself the, the space to go inward and to really honor your the things that help you listen to that inner voice because Venus and Pisces is going to be able to give you some some messages on what you should do when it comes to the love realm, when it comes to the money realm. Um, okay. Social life, relationships, all those sorts of things. Okay. So on Wednesday, um, we have the moon void, of course, in the AM and then heading into Libra. Now I wanted to mention this. The moon is going to go into Libra that day and Venus is going to sextile Uranus that day. I think that Venus in Pisces, sextile Uranus in Taurus is great. It's very um, um, fertile. You know, whenever the, the water signs and the earth signs come together, it creates mud, which is very fertile. A great day to plant some seeds, especially around dreams, especially around anything innovative or out of the box or creative. With that said, moon is going to be in Libra. Libra is a sign of the scales, likes things to be harmonious and peaceful. If you are a person and you realize that you, if you are a person who realized that people pleasing was one of those belief systems or habits that you had to let go of after around this lunar eclipse or with the Saturn Pluto conjunction, really one and the same because they happened within a few days of each other. If that's something that's coming up and on the boards for you right now, be careful on Wednesday and Thursday about falling back into that pattern. So don't um, allow yourself to fall into the people-pleasing pattern if it's a pattern for you. If it's not a pattern for you, don't worry about it. But I think as women, we all have a little bit of that, even if we um, don't consider ourselves to be people-pleasers. Um, we have a little bit of us that doesn't want to make people uncomfortable. So if you are in a situation where you uh, feel like you pull inward because you don't want to make someone uncomfortable, just second guess that thing that you want to do and consider if maybe 
dealing with the situation a little bit differently would be helpful only because I think that moon and Libra, Venus, sextiling, Uranus, you might be surprised and want to go back to the ways that you normally do things. So remember what you committed to, remember the choices you made and, and honor who you want to be in this next 36 year cycle of your life. Um, on Thursday, Mercury is going to go into Aquarius. So Mercury goes into Aquarius at 1.31 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. And Mercury is going to be in Aquarius. Venus is already in Pisces. We're getting some other energy in here. So we've had so much Earth energy. As you know, Uranus is in Taurus. That's Earth energy. And we've got all that Capricorn going on. So it's really nice. We're getting some other energies going on. Aquarius is, you know, Venus just went through Aquarius. Um, and now she's in Pisces. And Aquarius is the sign of humanity, the collective. It's our hopes and dreams. It's the big picture of the community that we belong to or that sense of belonging to a community. Um, so with Mercury and Aquarius, it also, Mercury and Aquarius tends to really uh, give us this opportunity to turn the light on to a lot of our creativity. So if you are feeling like you are having a lot of creative ideas and you want to actually speak them, this is going to be a great three weeks to do that because Mercury and Aquarius is going to make it easier for you to communicate some of those more creative ideas that perhaps you are having trouble getting out. Or maybe you've committed to a new situation where under the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, where it is more comfortable to speak some of the more innovative, creative, and out-of-the-box things that you've been thinking. So um, feel free to express yourself in that way, um, but also be flexible because um, Uranus is still at those early degrees of Taurus and Mercury is going to be at the early degrees of Aquarius, so they are going to square and they're both in fixed signs, fixed signs, Aquarius and Taurus. They mean that Aquarius, Taurus, Leo, um, Scorpio, they're fixed signs. They can be a little more stubborn. So when Mercury is in a fixed sign and Uranus is in a fixed sign and they square one another, um, that can be a challenging conversation, but it can also be a very um, scintillating conversation that gets a lot of ideas going gets the fireworks going so it can be a really good thing but be flexible because Uranus always likes to change up the script on us so be really really flexible and um, allow yourself to be open to many perspectives um, so on Friday the moon's going to move into Scorpio and this is going to be um, a really nice shift in energy because it'll be the fourth quarter of the moon so basically, we're going to be moving into that last week of the moon cycle when we get to, to pull inward. So when we go into the last week of the moon cycle, it's a time of pulling inward and allowing yourself to process what came up throughout the moon cycle. This is going to be a very important fourth quarter moon. So really give yourself an opportunity to do that because there's been so much activity this moon cycle. We had two eclipses. And this next new moon that we experience will be kicking out the eclipses. It'll be the end of eclipse season. So really, really great time um, starting this weekend 
to turn inward, make sure that you're journaling, talking to your therapist, whatever it is you do to process, you want to make sure that you're doing it. Um, Some people process by going for a run. Some people process their emotions by sitting in the bath. Some people process their emotions by getting on their yoga mat. Some people process their emotions by journaling. I'm a journaler. Really, really helps me. It's something I committed to really doing pretty much every day in 2019. And it's helped me so much in processing my emotions. So that's something you might consider. But a lot of stuff has gone on this past moon cycle, this past 30 days that we're going to be coming upon. So it's really, really good time starting this weekend to give yourself the opportunity to reflect. And that's something that we do in my my essential astrology membership. So um, we do that all every new moon and full moon. So if you're interested in having a little bit of... Um, you know, structure around that and some support and other people, a community that's doing it with you, very Mercury and Aquarius joining the community, then uh, feel free to check that out on my website. It's veronicapretty.com slash membership. And all the details are there. And it's really, really nice to have a community to come together and, and reflect as we move through this very intense astrology, this very intense energy, and with so many of us having the momentum in our lives supercharged. Like, I think that now we're going to have all pretty much Uranus went direct last week. So we've got all forward moving planets in the sky. Mercury will go retrograde mid-February, but other than that, we're like moving forward all 12 cylinders powered on till May. So I I think that it's a really, really, really important time when things go fast for you to carve out time to reflect so that you don't... Um, so you don't look back and say, what happened? Was, was I living consciously? Was I making choices consciously? Was I living from that place of inner knowing? Um, and that's what I think the community, the Central Astrology Membership, really helps us do because we, we come together as a group and we honor um, those moments of reflection that the moon gives us. Um, okay. So I want to wrap up, but um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are going to be great for reflection. We're going to have the moon in Scorpio, which always allows us to go deep into our psyche, deep into our emotions. It's going to bring in that fourth quarter of the moon. Um, We're going to have a void, of course, moon all morning on Friday um, on the East Coast. And then um, the moon is going to square Mercury, and that's going to be an even though squares are generally challenging, it's an opportunity to process mentally your hopes, your desires, what you've been working on, and how they're coming to fruition. Um, on Saturday, the moon is going to sextile Jupiter and trine Neptune. Again, great opportunity to process your hopes, your dreams, your desires, how they're coming into manifestation. Um, and then the moon's going to sextile Pluto, Saturn, and the sun on Sunday. So the moon in Scorpio is going to be really super duper busy because the moon in Scorpio is going to be hitting up a lot of these big planets and in a very friendly conversation. And when we have those friendly conversations between the moon and these big planets that just had big um, explosive conjunctions, 
then this is going to be a real or squares or whatever it is. Um, it's always a good time to process what just happened. So it's going to be like a nice weekend to just take a, take a breather and process what just happened over the past few weeks. Um, Finally, the moon's going to move into Sagittarius at 5.41 p.m. on Sunday night. So Sunday night will be a night that will be a little bit um, fun and a good time and a nice release from all of the processing work that you're going to be doing on Friday, Saturday, Sunday when things um, are feeling a little bit, you know, I don't want to say heavy, but um, more serious, you know, and then we can have some fun on Sunday night, you know, get some wine and popcorn and watch a movie with your, or go out to dinner and do something fun. Um, so that's the, uh, Astrocast for the week. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you have questions, you know where to find me, veronicapretty.com. I know a lot of people have stuff coming up in their life right now. So I have a lot of people booking appointments right now. Um, but there are still spots, uh, later in January. So if you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can go to veronicapretty.com slash astrology. You can always find me on Instagram. I post something in my stories about what's going on in the sky probably every day. So come on over to Instagram. You can always DM me there with questions as well. Um, and I will see you next week until then, um, pay attention to what's going on. Uh, know that you're probably going to get, you know, surprised by a couple of things this week. Um, stay committed to whatever it is you've chosen to commit to and, um, give yourself some free time to process and be with yourself this weekend. All right. Lots of love to you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Essential Astrocast. I'll be back next week, but in the meantime, if you'd like to join the Essential Astrology membership, you can head over to veronicapretty.com slash membership. You'll find all the details there. For $25 a month, you get to join us for the live full moon workshop each month and also get an exclusive bonus Astrocast each new moon. If you'd like to get a reading with me, you can find details on the website as well. And as always, feel free to reach out to me either on the website or on Instagram. I love to see you guys in my DMs. Just find me at Veronica Pretty. Same name, no spaces. See you next week.